Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Roll Dogs Podcast. Hello, and welcome back. My name is Amir. See, you have a little bit more bass in your voice now. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of the Roll Dogs Podcast. I am John L., alongside um, the other host, Amir. Hey, and we're here. We're going to be discussing a lot of stuff that's been going on. Yes, we are um, discussing. When is there not going to be shit going on? That's what I would love to know. The holidays. The holidays? You think yeah. You think people will calm down? Or I think we're not going to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. That's But um, I'm super excited because the holidays are coming up and we are getting ready for... Uh, Friendsgiving and fall weather and all of that stuff. I know it was, were you excited about the cold weather that we had for like two days? Yeah, exactly. Like now, for the last couple days, it's been about like 80 or so. Yeah. But it's supposed to rain all day tomorrow. So it's supposed to, yeah, it's supposed to drop back down to like 50s, 60s. Okay. Well, I guess we'll see how that goes. I would love for it to kind of cool down because it's been a little hot. You know, I, I had I had some groceries and I was like, okay, um, they'll be okay in the car. No, not your eyes. They were sit. sweating. <laughs> oh my god, have you adjusted to stand it? Because we've been here. It's been three years, almost three years, about three years. No, two years. Yeah, so two and a half. Two and a half on three years. Yeah. Have you adjusted to like the weather and everything here in Texas? Um. I mean, it's not that bad, honestly. Obviously, when it gets hot, it gets hot. Mm-hmm. It gets nice and warm. But overall, it's not, like, incredibly bad. Yeah. I think the one thing... I'm, the summer. The summer is the one that's, like... Mm. Yeah. I'm, I'm still being adjusted to... You know how the time changed? The time went back? Yeah. And, you know, in Arizona, it didn't do that. Right. So, it stayed consistent. Yeah. So, now it just... But then you have to change your like. Why doesn't the um the oven and the microwave come on? It's twenty twenty three. Yeah, y'all need to they uh, change it. Or my car didn't change it. Either. My car didn't either. I don't know what's going on. That was weird. But I felt like oh well, I was gonna sit like that <laughs> <laughs> until you actually get the time to go. Uh, in. Yep. Right. I feel like we literally. I I don't think this is the year twenty twenty three. I don't feel like it's November. I don't feel like it's whatever time it is because we just don't know. Like we really just don't know because who implemented? Or maybe I need to do more research. I want to sound ignorant. (laughs) (laughs) Not that they're gonna have the uh, community notes on the podcast. (laughs) Because bitch, which bitch was like, you know what, let's just go back an hour. And on this day, let's go forward an hour. Like, how did they, like, what, I'll research it and then I'll come back next week. Yeah, because I'm not 100% sure daylight savings time is observed in other countries. You said in other countries? Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. I'm not 100% sure. I don't know. But I think it's only really an American thing. Possibly, or like, uh, whatever you want to call it, North America. Um, yeah, it'll be something to kind of look into to figure out. But yeah, as far as daylight saving, even in certain states in the actual country don't even observe like daylight savings time. Yeah. So it's like, why would other countries observe something like that, yeah. you know? Yeah. 
because like I said, I went from staying in Michigan, they did it, to moving to Arizona for years. It was like, nah, bitch, that don't happen here, which always blew my mind because I'm like, but it's happening in other places. Like, how can the how can our time not jump forward or but then it, it wasn't back? even when it didn't happen in Arizona because you know moving from Chicago to Arizona as well, it wasn't really that big of a deal. Yeah, it was just like okay, well, it's, it's just another day. I'm glad y'all have more time in the day, I guess. Right. But it's bitch, still really the club. same time. <laughs> I was in a club when it happened. And shout out to my nephew, uh, Dennis. He was on a mic. He was like, all right, you motherfuckers, we got another hour. And I looked at my clock like, excuse me? It went from 2 o'clock back to 1 o'clock. And I was like, okay, yeah, no, I got to get the fuck up out of here. So basically you were in the club till 3? No, no, because it was one fifty nine, and then it went to two, and then it fell back to one. So I was in a club until like, technically it was one thirty, but a day before it was like two thirty. Oh, okay, so you didn't stay yeah. up till no, I didn't okay. stay until the whole time. No, no, no. Um, but speaking of, you know, um. <laughs> I guess we just go segue into segue right into it. It's right into you know our podcast where we haven't mentioned this individual's name, um, so I guess we can kind of be shocked and, and guess what. But as sure as we know that there's going to be a spring forward and a fallback, Azealia Banks is going to be into it with somebody. Um, Miss Azealia Banks officially apologized to Lizzo uh, via Instagram while attacking Buster Rhymes. Mm-hmm. Um, before we get started, let me say, I know we talked about this before. I'm trying to get through this without laughing, but I know it's terrible. I am a heavier thicker individual myself. But when Azealia Banks said, I fucking hate you, Fat Lizzo, it was the top five funniest things I have ever, ever heard in my life. Like, almost pissed my pants. Um, But she issued her an apology. In a roundabout way, yeah. So... (laughs) Azealia Banks on Instagram said, I was having a conversation last night and realized that I owe... <laughs> Why is her name Lizzo be eaten? A huge apology for popping so she much did shit. <laughs> she definitely did that. I, I want to say 100%. It's not Lizzo be eaten. <laughs> She went on to say, if hip-hop would allow a 55-plus severely overweight Busta Rhymes, who it... Uh, Azealia. Uh, she... Uh, I mean... Do we even need to read the rest? Go ahead. She... I mean, she, you gotta give the listeners first if they haven't actually seen it. A breakdown of what she actually said. So she said, a 55 plus severely <laughs> overweight Buster Rhymes. She said, exists major signs of anabolic, 
uh, steroid abuse, adrenal gland failure, <laughs> constipation, <laughs> and will also allow him to have a face full of blackheads and acne from what appears to be testosterone shot abuse. All whilst drinking Molly water in 2023 and wearing cartoon-like neon yellow fake gold slick Rick chains. We have absolutely no right to be uh, trying to screw a young black woman for anything. <clears throat> One thing about Azalea Banks is she's going to put together some words. And it's going to cut. Um, um, like, she's one bitch who you, you can't ignore when you argue with her. When you're arguing with her. Like, you know how some people think, they, I ain't fucking, like, I'm not going back and forth with that bitch. Like, I don't have. But this bitch said, exhibits major signs of anab- anabolic steroid abuse. <laughs> like, <laughs> he has a face full of blackheads. Like, bitch, I have to, cause I am shocked that no one has put their hands on Azalea Banks yet. I mean, I'm sure somebody has. Well, you don't grow. Oh, well, um, there we go. Mm. <laughs> wow. Um, it's you know, truth. it happened. Or she could also be one of those people that just stay away. Kind of. What's that? That the, the what's that guy? Charleston White. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. One of those people that it has a mouth but continually um, evades. You know, getting that ass beat. Yeah. Like she. She made an apology, which I'm happy she did apologize. To That's me. not an apology. But she did really say no, she apologized no, to. No. What was it? You feel, you feel like it was a backhanded apology? It it was an example. She's saying I can't talk about you because this nigga here. But she said in the beginning she would like to issue an apology. She, she, you can't just because somebody doesn't apologize the way you think they should doesn't mean it's not an apology. She said, at Liz will be eating. That is not her actual <laughs> handle. Let's check. Her handle, like most celebrities, is just her name. It's Lizzo. No, it literally is Lizzo be eating. On what? Oh, uh, IG. Oh. So See, I was, apologize. I was apologize to Azealia Banks right now. <sighs> okay, well, I apologize. Thank you. That takes a big person. But I was looking on Twitter, so I guess that's my fault. Because I forgot that this was on Instagram. I was like, yeah. Lizzo's name is not Lizzo Be Eating. Which, shout out to, like, okay, so of all the feuds that Azealia Banks has had, like, she has been into it with Cardi B. Who's it? Sky Jackson, Lana Del Rey. Um, shit, who else? She hasn't gotten into any squabbles with uh, Megan, as far as I know, right? No, not yet. Of course, with Azalea, Iggy Azalea. So she did. Iggy Azalea. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, she's consistently, you know, wanting to go toe to toe to people. Um, there are certain people that she hasn't done it with. You know? Yeah, which I feel like there are certain people who she. Actually, no. I don't feel like anybody is off limits with Azalea Banks. Because there are people who have given her chances, and she gives them praise, and then as soon as something goes as wrong, she flips. Because there was Cupcake, too. 
Like she yeah, was working she with Cupcake. Saying, yeah, because that was the whole Cupcake thing. She mm-hmm. was saying that Lizzo was stealing Cupcake's kind of like swag. Yeah, and then afterwards she kind of flipped on Cupcake. Oh, did she? See, yeah. Um, do you think she's mentally stable? Wow. Just jump right into it. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, there's a lot of questionable behavior from her. So, you you know, you never really know where she is, but... I mean, in the industry that she's in, there's a lot of questionable behavior. So it's hard to say whether or not drugs, drugs, things like that. But um, she's also kind of an eccentric kind of person. So, yeah, Um, I also feel like she is a reluctant star. She doesn't want to be famous. She doesn't want like the glitz and glam. She is okay with being popular, popular and being known. But I don't think she wants that kind of like fame because she doesn't want to kind of like be muzzled i guess she wants the ability and the capability to kind of just spew whatever it is she wants to say but the one time that i felt like she was absolutely right and and justified and what she was saying was her uh beef with ti when she was talking about you know like how are you beefing with me when you have this reality show and they're portraying your wife as an illiterate individual which they did on vh1 portray tiny as a person who didn't know how to read you know, and she was absolutely 100% right. So, you know, I love Azealia Banks. Yeah. She's so problematic. She's yeah, she's one of those people you, she has, she's very talented. Yeah. She's very talented. I wish that she could have, you know, focused her talents a little bit more. Yeah. Um, she just came out with a recent song that wasn't that bad. I did listen to it. Um, but you know, she, she's gone to like acting school and stuff like that, or school for the gifted, yeah. blah, 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 where she's, she was trying to do a movie with RZA. Um, remember that's where the Russell Crowe no, yeah, thing yeah. came out? I thought that movie did actually come out. Did it actually come out? I feel like it did. Cause I could have swore because of that issue, that was the reason why it they did. Oh, okay. But I'm not 100% sure. I have to double check that, but she could have easily leaned. I mean, she's an entertaining person. Yeah. Um, she has personality. She could have easily leaned in that lane, but it seems like there's other things that, whether it's mental health or maybe a history of, you know, things that she's had to grow with that are holding her back <clears throat> and getting to her full potential. Yeah. I have, I have a theory about. People who are like artists, right? And this is actors, singers, and any type of entertainment individual. I feel like they all have a pinch of craziness to them. Every single last one of them, I feel like they all have like such a unique gift and and it, I really don't know how to articulate this but I would I, just say creativity they all have a pinch of creativity no okay you would say that I, I, I'm going to say crazy that's what I would say I would say it's um it's, it's a special kind of creativity um okay yeah special kind of creativity I think that's so the we, best way it. I would, that's the best way I would put it because you know not everyone who is in Hollywood or in the entertainment business moves the same way. There's people that stay out of the limelight. Yes. People that stay out of, you know, the drama and things yes. like that. But While there's other people. I mean, if we get in deeper than that, there's a level of narcissism that you even need to be in the entertainment business. Yes. Thank and, you. And to even be in politics. That's another one. That Thank you for articulating that so eloquently for me. Because, yes, that's exactly what 
I was trying to say. Like, I feel like they all have, even the people who you say, like, oh, they're not in the limelight. Like, Mary-Kate and Ashley, they're super talented. Super kind of like, is everything okay at home? You know? Well, like, I mean, I feel like they also had kind of a, a turbulent... Um, yes, but look at... Because you had men basically waiting for them to turn 18. Yes, but I'm saying look at... You can literally go through the list of entertainers, and there's literally always something. There's something there. There's something that's like just brewing with every single entertainer. No. We know. Yes. Would you, what about Name Taj a Mori. person. Taj Mori. He's closeted. Does that, is that something? I mean, yes. regular people are closeted. Yeah, yeah, yes. Name another person. Okay. Um, Corbin Blue. He has an identity crisis. And. <laughs> what is an identity crisis? <laughs> Bitch, where the fuck you come up with Corp and Blue from? You said name a person. No, I know. Okay, so name somebody else. Um, Emily Blunt. I don't even know who the fuck that is. There you go. Doesn't she have an eating disorder? Didn't she have an eating disorder? Isn't that the girl from... Um, Emily Blunt was on... The Devil Wears Prada. She was on The Devil Wears Prada. Yeah, didn't didn't she is isn't she didn't didn't she suffer from an eating disorder? Are you talking about could, her character or the no, person? No, I'm talking about her. <laughs> oh, with the character too. Well, I I don't I don't know. But okay, that, so let's just let let me Michael Jackson, self-explanatory. Whitney Houston, self-explanatory. Brandy, love it or death. But everybody that has ever worked with Brandy has always said that she had some type of issues. Well, you got to Monica. The first two are drugs. Gun. Got drugs were involved. Yes. Okay. Just just listen. Okay. Monica. Gun tooting, bang bang, shoot him up. Lauren Hill. Never mind. We're gonna talk about her later. Right. Like, there's so many people we can go down. Wait a minute. What you got against black people? I don't have anything against. I just said Mary Kay and Ashley. But your list of. I just meant. Because I was was talking about more so, like, our people. But we can go down a list of our Caucasian friends. What about Boris Kujo? He is actually a good guy. Mm -hmm. And he's super handsome. Mm -hmm. Micro penis. What What about Odell Beckham? Allegedly. Um, I think Odell is a little bit narcissist. No, I don't. I don't want to say. I don't want to say that. Uh, I'll save my comments because I've already. What about Tierra Marie? She literally suffered from alcoholism. Wow, I can't believe you. You set me up for that. <laughs> but no, no, no. Like, I can, we can literally, more often than not, I should say that, there's something brewing with these artists. And I feel like Azealia Banks, Nicki Minaj. Um, what about Nicki Minaj? Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera, uh, Taylor Swift. What's going on with Christina Aguilera? <sighs> Do you really want me to, to go there? Yeah, you said it. I just... They all have they all have some type of issue that they need to fix. Okay. Well, we, okay. We gotta re- remember outside of just Hollywood, 
people in general have issues. These people just have money and, and a so yes. And so just imagine if you are uber talented or you have some type of talent and you're known for it. Voila, recipe for disaster. Mm. But let's move on. No, I, I really want like we're gonna pencil this. We're I think gonna, we should. We're gonna, we're gonna we pin, definitely put a pin in it. We're gonna come back. We should definitely highlight this for your TED talk because this is an interesting conversation. Yeah. Um, and you can kind of elaborate how you know everyone like, has something Davis, that's going on. Con- control issues. Uh, Tommy Matola, the record exec that discovered Mariah. Super catty, super backstabbing. Like, what about Pebbles? You are, she stole TLC's motherfucking money. Is this a is she has a problem? Yes. Or does she, is she just a no? Scammer? I don't fuck Pebbles. <laughs> Pebbles a pretty petty bitch. She's pretty as fuck. What about but the scammer? Petty. Who's the city girls? Yeah. Do you really want me to get? No, because we, we already <laughs> talked about the city girls last week. I was not going into the city girls this week. Okay. But a, a little bit, and I know I'm joking about it, but I, I do definitely feel like there's a little bit. We can literally, if we do our research, almost, I want to say 85, 87% of the individuals that are famous have something. Brewing. I feel like 80, 85% of people in general have something. Yes, brewing. but we're not talking about just regular folks. So all it, it is, they are regular folks. I know, but you know They I'm just saying. have money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Don't, don't, don't be, don't get literal. Okay? Don't be dead. Don't be smart. Account. <laughs> don't be educated. <laughs> well, we're going to talk about that later, actually. Um, speaking of education mm-hmm. and being in the education field, um, there was an incident that happened uh, where an autistic teen um, attacked a, t- a teacher's aide after she um, took a game away from him. Um, so this had been circling around the internet for a while, right? Um, in February. Um, so a teacher in, what is Palm Coast, I, I believe? A teacher's aide took the game away from the individual, and he brutally attacked her. Yeah, so I believe it was she told him to stop playing it. Obviously, I believe this was a school setting. Um, And I guess he decided to. I'm not 100% sure uh, if she took it or not, uh, because some reports say that she just told him to stop playing it um, repeatedly. Um, And some reports say that she took it. You know, because they can confiscate stuff from time to time. Um, but that the um, student, so the student's name was Brendan Depa, mm-hmm. um, uh, I guess, attacked her. So there was a video that was released some time ago, because um, this was back in February, I want to say. Yeah. Yep. So this video was released, and it shows the um, teacher kind of like just standing there, and he rushes up to her mm-hmm. uh, and basically drop kicks her. Yeah. And then it's over her, like, stumping and... Um, it beating her. Basically unconscious. Yeah, basically assault. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where she was taken to the hospital and treated for the assault. Um, the teen, which, so the teen is, like, six foot six. Right. 250 pounds. Yeah. So, you know, definitely more of a, a bigger build. Um, and he had to be restrained by staff and such. So... 
during the trial, so we're kind of the place where we're now looking at how he would be sentenced. I guess the teacher aide, so the teacher's aide name is Joan Natick. Um, she refused to actually lighten up the uh, sentence since he's facing up to 30 years in prison. And it looks like the teen also pled no contest as mm-hmm. well. What's your thoughts? I mean, so I know a couple of people in the teaching field. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, yeah, it's it's getting out of hand, unfortunately. Yeah. I know we've talked about it before. Um, not only we talked about the grades more, more so um, and how you know parents weren't really helping their children during COVID. Yeah. They were kind of being self-taught. Um which, I mean, if you don't even have a, a teacher there present, can completely change the trajectory of your child's education. Yeah. But also, as far as, like, violent, like, you know, with not being around other children and having that communication and community and having to be isolated and now coming back to situations with other students and stuff like that, even if the students who had to stay home in abusive you know, environments. Sometimes that could be reflected outward when they go back to school. I can't say that this is the actual situation, but it is sad that the student ran up on a full ass adult. Yeah. I mean, you never would have expected that back in the day. Um, and like stumped her, like you know. And 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 that's that's the thing for me. So I know I understand that kids having uh, nieces and nephews that have tablets and games and and stuff like that. Uh, I understand how attached they become to these things, and when you take those things away, they get um, extremely frustrated and irritated, right? Especially if you're taking it away as a form of punishment. Watching that video, what that student did to her, I understand. He's an autistic individual. Like, I get it. But in that moment, just watching that, it felt like this was somebody who meant to harm this individual. Um, and usually you'll see something in this, like, you'll see, like, a, a remorseful type of action or a body, you know, something with your body. Like, you, you, you know... It wasn't like he was in a rage in, in like a fit of rage and then like kind of snapped back to reality and was like, oh my God, what did I do? Right? It was like she did something to me. Now I have to do something to her. Um we we talked about it, how difficult it is. She's not even a teacher. She's a teacher's aide, which means she's probably making a little bit less money. And she and when you are a teacher's aide and you work for and with um special needs individuals that means you have to have a passion for it because this isn't a job that a lot of people want to do because they don't have the patience and they're not getting paid enough for it so for that individual to be attacked like that it broke my heart and even though i hate seeing kids being thrown away in the system it's kind of like well i don't blame her I don't blame her because if, if one of my loved ones was in that position, you didn't show me any mercy. Why should I show you any mercy? Right. Like at that at that point. So it's it's kind of it was it was difficult to watch just and I, I kind of I'm one of those people, you know, I don't really like watching videos of 
like violence because I feel like I feel. I guess I'm an empath. I was gonna say I guess like I definitely am. I just felt for everybody in that situation. So yeah, that's the one thing that I could say about that. Yeah, it's kind of hard because obviously, you know, you're seeing someone being essentially like beat down, um, and then unconscious and also being like pummeled one, two, three times. Yeah, and it's it's sad because it's. You know, you can't say, like, as much as we want to say, like, this is a still a child. I mean, he was 17 at the time. Yeah. Um, and then also autistic. So there's a level of care that we want to have in this case. You know, it's it's hard to say, like, you know, that you wouldn't want some type of consequence for this. Yeah. It's messed up all the way around. Praying for that student. Praying for that teacher's aid. Um, and then the people who... Being a teacher must, like, I feel like that, that job, it's just extremely, you just never really know. Yeah. Like, you never know what could potentially happen, especially teaching, like, middle school, high school, because those middle school kids, if we keep it in a book, like, what, they look like grown people sometimes. Yeah. I mean, and you also remember they're going through puberty, so emotions are all over the place. You got Kids that are stuff are happening and they don't understand. They don't Why? understand their emotions. Yeah, and sometimes they might blow it out on you. Yeah, so sad situation all the way around. Definitely praying for everybody that's involved. Yeah, um, I mean, what do you think? Do you think thirty years is a long time for this? That's my only concern about it. I mean, thirty years. You are talking about having someone who. It does have a, a learning disability to be locked away in a system for until they're essentially in their 40s, almost 50. Um, I don't know. I want to say yes, that is way too long for an individual. But then I also think about the person who was attacked. And how they could potentially carry that, what happened to them, with them for the rest of their lives. So they're mentally held hostage by the fact that I can't even do a job that I love or I can't even teach the way that I want to without feeling this could potentially backfire on me again. Yeah. So she's sentenced as well because she has to carry that weight around with her. So I don't know. I don't know if it's too long. Um, I, I, I would hope that that isn't the case, but I will also be content if that's what happened, because, I mean, who's to say he would have stopped if nobody, you know, peeled him up off of her. Right. Like, and then the thing is, we're not in the classroom. We don't know the history of this mm-hmm. teacher's aid relationship with this child. If this has happened previously before. As far as, you know, getting upset um, at different actions or different things being requested of them. Yeah. And when you're in the situation where you are, unfortunately, in the wrong, you kind of are at the mercy of that other person. Yeah. Whether or not they want to say, hey, I, you know, I feel bad for this person. I want to reduce the sentence. But if they're refusing to even, you know, participate in that, 
It does suck. 30 years is a long time. I will say that. 30 years is a very long time. You're talking about there till you're, as I said, like almost 50. But at the same time, it is it is rough what you did. It is really rough what you did. And it's scary to think about, like, you know, if you were a teen or something like that and you happen to have an explosive episode, how much your life can change. Yeah. How much your life can change like that. Because now you you don't really have the opportunities to live. You're going to be... I mean, hopefully he can get off for a lighter sentence. A lot of times that does happen. But... Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, speaking of... Things that are... Well, I guess not really a light topic. But <laughs> speaking of something that also happened recently... Um, there was a stuntman from the Wakanda series. Um, his name is Taraje Ramses, um, who was unfortunately involved in a car accident with three of his children. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was on a on Halloween night. So I guess this was in uh, DeKalb County, where he was driving on I twenty East. Um, an exit off of Wesley Chapel Road. Um, and I guess there was a tractor trailer that was broken down on the left lane. And unfortunately, his pickup truck, his F Ford F-150, ended up colliding with the tractor trailer and flipped over. Um, <clears throat> Definitely sad. Definitely sad. Right? Yeah. Like, and I think the individuals that have surrounded themselves or been a part of the Black Panther movies is like another hit to their family. Um, And not only is it a person that they worked with, it's that individual's children. So you take that aside, like take the whole entertainment value aside. These are people that they've worked with, that they knew, that they they know as people that's no longer here with them. Um, So definitely praying for, you know, the family. The one... (sighs) I don't even want to say, like, good thing because, you know, that's, depending on how you look at it, it's not a good thing, but they all transition together. Um, I think that is, like... Um, close. So, uh, I guess him and there was a 13-year-old daughter and an oh, infant okay. daughter. Um, that unfortunately passed away in the actual crash. And then on that Sunday, uh, there was a 10-year-old child that passed away. Passed away. So, yeah. This is heartbreaking. It really is, because you're talking about... And I think he had six children. Oh, so that those wasn't all of his kids? No, that wasn't all the kids. So he still has his wife um, that's left behind with the other children. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was three other children, I want to say. Um yeah, so that's that's horrible because you have to say like that's half of your family, yeah. essentially that is no Within, longer like, a blink of an eye. no longer here. Oh no, I'm sorry. So yeah, it was six children. Um, so half of your family that was no longer here. Ava Deverna, Verne, Ava Deverne, mm-hmm. um, posted something as well, just giving a shout out to him, um, saying he was someone that was really powerful on set. Um, she said "regal" is a word that came to mind uh, that he walked like a king. Um, he was always someone that was first to 
volunteer for certain things. So, yeah, it's really sad because the, the film has already been played with a lot of loss already. I mean, that's what the second film, uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever, mm-hmm. was a whole tribute to to him. Um, and then you also have one of the stuntmen now who have passed away. Yeah. So it's, it's it really a, a film, and I want to kind of get it on um, Blu-ray because I haven't gotten it yet. I don't even have a Blu-ray player. But I do want to have it just, just to have yeah. in possession. Yeah. Because I, I think that's definitely praying for the families, uh, the loved ones, I should say, of these individuals. It's that's that's so sad. Just thinking about people dying, it's really sad. Like you know, it's gonna happen, but it's like ugh. It, specifically. The Black Panther family, they endured so much already. And now it's like, here you go again. Yeah. And the fact that, you know, there was also children involved with this. Yeah. So, hopefully there's a lot of healing there with his family um, and his loved ones that are left behind. Um, yeah, because that's a, that's a huge loss. Yeah. Um. I guess transitioning. Yeah, speaking, speaking of, of a huge loss. Huge loss. Um, Lauren Hill. Uh, Lauren Hill. She recently had a message. She's on tour. Which. Lauren Hill had two albums. Um, and she's touring. Still off of the strength of her. The Miseducation of Lauren Hill album. Um, and of course she has been notoriously late to her concerts and not just like an hour late, like sometimes two to three hours late. And she recently got on stage um, and she said, y'all are lucky that I even (laughs) make it on this stage every night and that she doesn't. That's a testimony. Yeah. And she said she doesn't do it because they, let her, but she stand there in the name of God. Um, okay. I'm going to try not to be long-winded. Because I feel like Lauren Hill is one of those people I was talking about earlier. Who... Beautiful, can sing, can rap, creative, can act, right? Has all of these things going for her. But it just seemed like something happened and a shift happened with Lauren. And I say that and I want to acknowledge that her Unplugged album helped me get through like a really tough, difficult time in my life. And she said that the press was calling her crazy. And she's like, well, who isn't? Like, you know, we're all, this is her self-proclaimed saying, like, we're, we're all, you know, going through something. And she said, this is not a breakdown. This is a breakthrough. Ooh, I love that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, 
while she was going through that, she that like the miseducation the miseducation of Lauren Hill is an extremely important album, you know, Grammy award winning. But her unplugged album for me was a little bit more impactful because, like I said, I was going through something and I needed to hear it, and it was, had a bunch, a lot of gems. Even though that is the case, I would not spend my hard-earned money to see Lauryn Hill. And why? Because I know what I'm getting. Um, before, she had a voice, a tone, like how she placed her runs, how she did her runs, um, like no other. Like, it was, it's unmatched. You, you don't really hear, like, that raspiness yet, like, softness. Like, that tone, we haven't heard a tone like Lauryn Hill's yet that's been able to do what she can do, plus on top of rapping. Um, her, her um, what, sing and Sister Act 2, where she's singing Joyful, joy, not Joyful, Joyful, but um, what was she singing? I sing His Eyes on the Sparrow. Literally, like, people still play that clip to this day. It's like, it's breathtaking. I'm not getting that, Lauren Hill. And that's okay. Like, I understand with singers, they're human. And if she's doing all of this over a course of period of time, like, all of the, the best singers have lost a, 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 a touch with their voice. I'm not getting that with Lauren Hill. I've seen her at a festival and was like, whoa, hold on. Well, what is this? This is not the Lauren that I, I wanted. And that's okay. I just wouldn't pay for it. But for her to say, we should be grateful. Like, girl, we pay to see you. You should be grateful. Because there's still interest. So, but, I mean, she a bad bitch if she torn 20 plus years later off one album. Yeah, I mean, she has her fans. She has her diehard fans. Mm-hmm. And they continue to show up, even if she doesn't. So. <laughs> on time. Why y'all on time to a Lauryn Hill concert? I I have no idea. And then complain about her being late. Like, she didn't do it the other 53 cities that she went to. Like, you in Topeka, Kansas is going to be different? You know, this is... It, it's funny because um, she... Apparently is a Gemini, another another water sign, like your favorite person, Azalea Banks. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you see it, but there's a lot of similarities there. Yes. There's a lot this of similarities. Is- so you got to give a shout out to the, the Geminis. They are con- consistently inconsistent. Yes. You're a Gemini. No. No, you're not. Mm-mm. You're not. I don't think so. So speaking, <laughs> <laughs> but you really are a Gemini. Yes, yes, yeah, mm-hmm. unhinged. So oh, we, you know, we are very good at you know speaking about other Gemini's. Mm. Hmm. Hmm. So and speaking about the 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 Jimmy Gemini hood. Mm-hmm. Elaborate on that. No. Okay. So the <laughs> no, but I mean, as I said, like. A lot of Geminis are, you know, they fall along the lines of, like, eccentric, artistic, creative, talented, 
Um, but you know, a little rocky, a little touch and go. Yes. Do you know who else? Um, your favorite, other favorite person is a Gemini. Who? Trump. <laughs> I was going to say Caleb. Caleb's, you know, y'all birthday is literally two days after. Imagine okay. having two best friends whose birthday, bitch, I deserve a Nobel Peace Prize. I think for you. For putting up with both of y'all. I think you might be seeking them out. Yes. Yeah. All of y'all are. I don't know a single Gemini that doesn't have issues. There you go. Yeah. But I also want to, before we end this, I also want to say. I feel like something happened with Lauren. Well, apparently she got with a spiritual guru or something like that. And that's why she's been. So there was a whole expose. Yeah, um, where a couple fans have talked about their experience with her, um, and some people were saying that in Miami she locked herself in her hotel room for a long period of time. This um, was when this was after the miseducation of Lauren Hill, where they were trying to get her to pump out the sophomore album, right? And she was basically saying like, what made the miseducation so good is because. Those were lived experiences. And so she couldn't give another album because she didn't live yet. Like, she didn't experience anything just yet. Um, And um, procrastination is another big... uh, mm -hmm, Her people. But yeah, people have said that she showed up three hours late. Um... To a show, she was nasty when asked to sing. Um, There's also something about her, like I said, the spiritual guru, and that's why she's kind of very heavily focused on, you know, religion. Um, She's also asked people to work with her for free, for free, Mm -hmm. um, as a favor for God. Mm -hmm. Um, Won't he do it? So. So it, it's a it's a lot there. Um, some people also suspected that she may have like crippling imposter syndrome. What does that mean? So I mean, well, imposter syndrome is where you feel like you don't belong in the position that you're in, that you didn't specifically earn it. Lauren Hill, mm-hmm. the Lauren Hill. Okay, now let's let's not get crazy. Well, no, so, that's not so imposter syndrome is something that the person has. So let's say um, you might be an artist. Mm. You've gotten a lot of praise. You're uplifted to a certain level, but you may not feel that you specifically earned it. You might feel like I didn't do enough. <gasps> yes, yeah. that makes sense mm-hmm. because she she was doing a speech. Oh my god, maybe, maybe because she was doing a speech where after the miseducation of Lauren Hill, she went back to her high school and she spoke and she said like. Don't get it twisted. Like I've I've done nothing. Like I have gifts. No, she was saying like I have gifts and I have talent, um, but I'm not gifted. Wow. Yeah. Because I guess there were a lot of people that worked on miseducation wow. of Lauren Hill. See, that's what I'm talking about. Like, and 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 the the funny and if y'all can't tell, I can literally sit. There are certain artists that I can sit and talk about. For hours, literally. Lauren Hill is one of those because I felt like she was um, somebody who came out 
was out of left field from like what the females were doing in that time. And she was equally as good as a rapper as she was as a singer, as she was as an actress. So it's kind of like she had everything right there to be like the next it girl. And it kind of was like, went away. Right. Well, I mean, like we were saying, like, I think maybe, well, I mean, not really. I mean, someone brought this up and it was kind of a good idea good idea and a good theory that it was possibly you know when they were trying to push her to do the next project she because it wasn't obviously all of her work all of her ideas that went into the miseducation of lauren hill it was kind of her cracking under the pressure i don't see that you don't think so no because anybody that has listened to her unplugged album where she just said you know mtv unplugged with a guitar some of her best verses writing wasn't her best vocally, but like as far as raw, authentic, kind of like giving you stories, taking you through each song, like it was good. And anybody that's a Lauren Hill fan can would probably tell you, you know, um, you know, the mystery of iniquity. That's what Kanye samples. It all falls down, you know, like. The, he sampled her for All Falls Down. So, you know, like, and then there's other people that have sampled her Unplugged album as well. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm reading this, and I, I totally forgot that that happened. Her daughter was, like, modeled for Kanye's clothing line. You know, the White Lives Matter one. Let's go ahead. Should we take a break? <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, that that yeah. might explain some other things there as well. Um, yeah, fucking, yeah, interesting. But uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, the, Lauren Hill has so much. Well, she had so much potential. You know, as you age, and if you are not, you really do have to take care of your gifts that you have. Um, so if you're not properly taking care of them, you know doing proper maintenance on it, they can kind of wane. I'll I'll end with this. There are certain artists who I feel like don't have to give us if they if they decided not to give us any additional art, I would be satisfied. Usher, um fuck ass Brian McKnight, Brandy, Monica, um Lauren Hill. Did you listen to the Brandy Christmas? Track. The Christmas song for you know I did. You, okay. you know I love Brandy. Can't wait for the album to come out this Friday. Was it everything um, in that you wanted? Yeah, I had this song before. Oh, okay. Well, not before, but like last week, because you know I got the I'm, I got the plug. Um, it was. I we've been waiting for um a Christmas album with Brandy for a long time, but we'll talk about that next week when it comes out. Oh, so okay, gotcha. Yeah, but Lauren Hill is one of those people where. I feel like I can talk bad about her, but bitch, but you bet not say nothing. You know, like if you're just an average fan, because people will try, they'll try to diminish things that our 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 stars from back in the day did. Like they'll say she wasn't all that, the miseducation, blah blah blah. But she's still torn off that album. She's still she's milking it. Yeah. She's m- milking the fuck out of that album, and you still got people knowing her history, knowing that her voice still isn't there. Well, all of it, right? Like, it's not the Lauren of old. They still want to go because it's the nostalgia. It's like how you made me feel. Like, 
No shade, but I a female rapper hasn't dropped something like that thing, and I've had that like, oh my god, it's storytelling from the beginning, first, second, third verse, and she's singing her ass off on a on a hook. There hasn't been a female rapper that's gonna there. There won't be another female rapper that's going to take you through that storytelling and then give you that melody on the verse like that. Like it was, it was a classic, and I see why people love her. I love you, Lauren. I won't be showing up for your late ass concert, but if people decide to go, so be it. So this will be a good case study. Do you feel like? this specific artist and maybe other artists that are in a similar boat would benefit from holograms. I mean, because your hologram is, it can definitely show up on time. Well, I mean, in the spirit of Lauryn Hill, it should show up late. At least 15 minutes late. Hey, it can do that as well if you are really wanting that but concert yes. feel. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, hey, her music already has been recorded. It's not like she needs to do it live. Yeah. So I mean, there's yeah. Apple hologram up there and you could still have that experience if you're looking for it. I wonder if that's where concerts should go. Because there are a couple of artists that I feel like I would definitely want that for. But then it's like you're, you're going to get less money. Because, you know, True. a lot of artists make money from touring. I mean, that's True. why she's continually did it. For yeah. this long. So, I mean, you're going to make less money, but you would have, I guess, a little bit more consistent fans. Mm-hmm. So maybe an idea, you know, put that in her uh, inbox and see where that goes from there. Share read it 2025. <laughs> but yeah, we're going to go ahead and take a quick break and then we'll be right back. Yes. Hey, guys, it's Amir. Thanks for tuning in. You can find Road Dogs podcast episodes and interviews on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify platforms. You can also see our latest updates and when episodes drop on our Twitter and Instagram page. Be sure to tell a friend to follow and support your Road Dogs. Now back to the show. And we are back. Yes, we are back and we are going to talk about the word is yes um, our twitter online culture section yes where it looks like there was a recent expose well allegedly allegedly it's allegedly a scam um but a so wait is it is it not a scam or is it a scam i don't know they say it's a scam but Let's just, let's just get into it first. Okay. So there's an alleged 20-city BBC tour. You've heard it, right? You know what the term means. We won't go into detail. Um, but a gentleman went online, and he stated that they lied to him, they stole his money, and they ignored him, um, and they're going to continue to collect more money. Um, so basically, there was a, a promise um, to have a party um, for a BBC session, um, and the, uh, <laughs> sorry, the breakdown of it was, um, so the session price was $100, the mater- material fee was $160, and there was a refundable security fee of $150 as well. Um, this is really interesting to me, because, okay, first off, let me start by saying I'm not going to yuck anybody's jump. Like, if you like it, I love it. Like, if you want to pay to get down with 20 BBCs or however many BBCs is supposed to be in the building, have at it. Wait, so, to because I, I, I'm still trying to wrap my head around 
what this is. So is this a bus of niggas that come? Yes. And then they come? Yes. Okay. There you go. Right? It's a party. It's, right? a, it's supposed it, to be... Is it one person? No, 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 no. So it's supposed to be... No, no, no like one person... Like, no. Like Bukaki. No, no, no. Um, my understanding is this was like a, a a party type thing, right? So so multiple people are paying. Multiple people are paying, and then there's going to be um, 20 individuals there that had BBCs. Okay, so basically a Polish sausage party. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, um, Chicago footlong. There you go. Okay. However you want to. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, a Detroit City dicking. Gotcha. Yep. You got another one? I feel like you got another one. <laughs> oh my God, I said I feel like you got another one. <laughs> <laughs> another one. Another one. Um, that, yeah, this, you know, there's so many things. Because I, I did not know that this was, you know, I, I did not know that this was a thing. Um, I don't, I don't know much about that lifestyle. <laughs> I don't know about that. But, um, yeah, you 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 find out people are into a whole bunch of things, and yeah, like I said, not yucking or yum. It's just so fascinating that people would pay um, to play, right? You know, this is this is what Rosa Parks set for. Honestly, you know, <sighs> so you anywhere on the bus, you can get it. So, my thing is. <sighs> Shout out to all the size queens out there. Um, like I said, not yucking y'all yum, but just taking taking myself out of my mind frame, right? Because I'm not sending four hundred dollars to fuck with uh, twenty people. I mean, it's, it sounds like a when you think about it from a business standpoint, it sounds yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was know, just about to say. Like, Cause like, yeah, I mean, you could Uber food, you could Uber a ride. Why can't you Uber penis? Uber, you know, BBC. Yeah, especially like let's say Can we say that on here. BBC? No, the other word I just said. The P huh. word. Oh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean we're in a we're we're an adult. Okay. Podcast. Okay. Eighteen plus. So I feel I think. like <laughs> I hope I feel like if not a, person, not, the, not only next to uh, cocoa milk. Right. <laughs> uh, if a person decides that. They have the funds, right? Because what you do with your money is what you do. Yeah. What you do in your bedroom is what you do in your bedroom. Um, but you have to know that you run the risk of these things happening, of, of you being scammed. Anytime that there's money involved mm-hmm. with, you know, you what's exchanging money for sex, yeah. there's a chance of getting scammed. And the, I mean, technically, it's free. So I don't, you're paying somebody, you, yeah. you run the and, chance of getting scammed. I just feel like with $400, you could have used those resources a little differently. Right. You could have had your own party. Um, but allegedly, these were individuals who... All the ice you needed and, you know, guests and... Yeah. Yeah. But there was a an official press statement from the 20 BBC tour individuals. And they said, we would like to address the recent rumors and false information um, that have been circulating concerning our tour. Um, It has come to our attention that an individual has made baseless accusations labeling on our tour as a scam. And they basically went on to say that they wanted the public to know that these claims are entirely without merit. Excuse me. 
They're without merit, and they're committed to providing accurate and transparent information regarding the matter. Um, yeah. So they're, so the guy who did the whole um, unveiling, I guess, of this, mm-hmm. uh, he does have some interesting text messages back and forth, some emails. Yeah. Uh, there was one where I guess he said that he was sent tickets Mm-hmm. For it, and the tickets match the same date and same time, mm-hmm. which is a little like okay, interesting. Because <laughs> I mean, you, you can't be in two different places. Two different places that, that yeah. I mean, technically, wait, you technically can, depending on how many BBCs you have on your tour bus. <gasps> so you know, if you have a network of uh, BBCs in different cities, you could technically you know get people out. To wherever they're needed, um. <laughs> it's 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 um, interesting to me. Um, that an individual would want this many BBCs um, in their uh, area in their space. Like I said, I'm not yucking. Anybody's yum. Um, but the individual is basically saying, you know, like they put on there who they have coming, what they what they doing, what's going on, what's supposed to happen. What's a little unsettling for me, I guess, in it is that the ages of some of these people. Like, I guess there was a screenshot of one of the the guys and he was like 20. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's definitely kind of young, I would say, for this. Like, even when you think about male entertainers, as far as like male strippers and stuff like that, really, do you have someone who's 20? Yeah. So, especially considering this person who's doing the expose, and I don't know their specific age, but there's always been that kind of undercurrent concern when they were talking about young black men. And I guess people who may pay for that yeah. entertainment. Yeah. So definitely something to keep your eye open for. If you are one of those individuals, want to stress again, I am not yucking anybody's yum. If you like it, I love that for you. Um, but you kind of have to be cautious as with anything that you see on the Internet or that you have to pay for. It could potentially be a scam. And here you are with your hopes up thinking that you're going to have 20 BBCs in your area, um, literally. Um, and you get nothing. Right. You got your hopes up, your heart rate up because of the poppers. And right. you're sitting there. Nobody showed you up. You cleaned out. All right. All and then nothing. You don't brush all the leaves off the front of the door. Okay. You know. Yep. Should we go on? You were thinking, hey, this house is no longer a home. I want to be demo <laughs> demolished. <laughs> but, uh, you know, unfortunately, the circumstances are different. I'm still, I'm still, I'm still unsure about, uh, yeah, it's an interesting concept. It's an interesting concept. Yeah. Um, but more power to you. If if that's your you. if you, if that's your niche, have at it, Mister Sister. Yeah. Um. Speaking of, <laughs> just more weird shit. Um, shouldn't say weird, but just more interesting things. Interesting. Yes. Um, 
In June of last year, an uh, individual updated or uploaded a video of a secret underground tunnel um, inside a Miami um, hotel room on TikTok. Um, and then circle back to earlier this year in July, it was announced that several hotels um, were being sued for their connections to human trafficking um, in the days and just so happened to be one of those uh, hotels. Um, and so uh, this gentleman went on, uh, this individual on TikTok went on to say, you know, he's they're going to start exposing the hotel industry um, and their connection to human trafficking. And then he let it be known that he is not he's well. Right. He's not suicidal. There's no issues going on with him um, just for, out of fear that because he's releasing this information, something may happen. Um, did you have an opportunity to check out the video? Yeah. And yeah. it was definitely interesting. He basically lifted up the floor and went down underneath. Mm-hmm. And there's a whole, like, a big-ass section. I mean, obviously, it's very small. Like, there's not a lot of height, but it was pretty deep underneath that that room. And that's kind of scary because I'm like, damn, what is holding up this, this room? Yeah. Because if you're talking about Florida, Florida is already, half of it is below sea level. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't think I want to be anywhere that's being held up by, you know, floss. But yeah, that's that's incredibly scary to think about a tunnel underneath your hotel room. Or, well, in. In. Under your end. You, you, You know how I feel about human trafficking. And let me tell the rest of our listeners. I want to say since 2020 or 2021, maybe anybody that I come in contact with, if I don't know you, you are a human trafficker until otherwise. And people think that I am joking. I am completely serious. I don't like meeting new people out like when we're out in public and somebody's, you know, extremely friendly or extremely like talkative or like want to help you with something or want to like befriend you. No, 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 no. Absolutely not. Like when we went to Miami (laughs) on my birthday Mm -hmm. and the guy was saying like, Oh, come to the car after he, you know, basically said some really inappropriate stuff to us. I got a van waiting, blah, blah, blah. He might have been a part of that. You know. He very, I very well think so. Mm-hmm. Like literally, everybody that I meet in these places are human traffickers. Like we talked about it with the young lady who faked her kidnapping. Mm-hmm. How when I told you that there's human traffickers that that do that. They will pretend that their car is broken down. They'll pretend like something happened to them. They'll, you know, every there's so many different scenarios um, that in, in my mind, no, I won't hand you anything. I can't help you with this. I, I don't know directions to, and because you're not about to take me. Like you're not about and and. I feel like I'm not articulating this enough, but people are going to be like, oh, my God, why is he just rambling? But I think because I am that cautious and it's guilty until proven innocent for me, for people I don't know in these strange areas, like, yeah, yeah. like the other day I was at the gas station 
And a guy walked up and was like, hey, man, can I, you know, get a couple dollars for X, Y, Z? And I said, why are you why are you asking for, you know, this at the gas station? Like, like I didn't I don't I don't have cash on me. He's like, oh, I can you know, I can follow you to blah, blah, blah. If you need to go. Why would you why would I allow you to follow me somewhere? You know, like that just it just didn't sit right with me. Yeah, that definitely doesn't sound right for someone to say that, oh, can I follow you? Yeah. Like, no, what do you mean? That's why I'm You're going to be standing behind me while I'm at the ATM? Yeah. And that's why I'm always uneasy um, when it comes to, like, when we go out of town, we have to take Ubers. Um, I always wear, like, my fraternity wristband. So that way, it's easily identifiable. You know, like, it has my initials on the back. I've already told this to my family. Like, I've literally thought this stuff out. Like, when I travel, I always wear something of my fraternity of, you know, like, just in case. If something happens, um, God forbid, right? I can take my wristband off. They know I'm not going to leave it. Like, they they know I'm, you know, it's just like leaving little clues because you never know what's going to happen after that. And it sucks that I have to think that way and that I think that way and that I date somebody that's the complete opposite. Like, he talks to everybody. <laughs> everybody is his fucking friend. He'll meet somebody on the strip. And, bitch, how you club hopping with somebody you just met? Well, you know, it used to be a lot, a lot easier to do that. But in this day and age, it is something that you have to be careful of. Yes. There are a lot of people who, you know, have different intentions. I mean, but like this right here. You're you're in your hotel and whole. Yes. There could be a whole thing going on underneath your room without you even knowing. Yeah. So it is a little bit crazy. I mean, Florida in general is a crazy place. Yeah. If we could just be, you know, honest. <laughs> There's always something going on about Florida man did this with an alligator. Or this, this, and that. Florida woman <laughs> runs out of Walmart holding a TV. You know, it's always something wild going on. <sighs> so to hear this, and I hope that you know, they get exposed for whatever is going on in that specific, you know, sector. Yeah. Because it definitely sounds interesting that, you know, this person found this and then here we are in July and it's been announced that they're have been sued for connections to human trafficking. Yeah. Which I'm I'm pretty sure that a lot of places, um, like these inns and smaller, you know, establishments are getting some type of kickback to host this because you know obviously you're having people stay there um so you may be getting a little bit money on the back end yeah so if that is the case i really do hope that they get exposed for it because you know obviously you're you're an enabler in that case yeah speaking of enabling here you go here you go y'all um another one of your favorite people um nicholas minaj made made a recent um <laughs> a recent disclaimer for her fans saying that they shouldn't go after people on her behalf right mm-hmm. um and then she made a post online uh she said the barbs is like the rich kid everybody in the school is jealous of the ones who parents actually took them on vacation for summer break and shit they always got the new clothes. Their parents grease their face before they go to school. Hair neatly done and don't smell like piss. Mm-hmm. Now, this is, as you know, received about 3.4 million views. 
Um, and a lot of quotes. A lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. A lot. Um, how do you feel about that? Hmm? I feel like she has the right to feel like her fans are royalty if she wants to. That's how I feel. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's... <laughs> That's what... It's definitely, it's definitely interesting because for years, I mean, you have to admit that she has kind of egged on her fans and some of their activities when it comes to um, attacking several other people that she's had issues with. Um, even okay. if you don't want to say egg, she has not specifically said to stop. I mean, this is interesting that she's now actually saying, hey, you shouldn't attack other people on her behalf when this has been going on for years. Okay, so now that she said it, why are we talking about what she didn't do? She she did it. She said, hey, don't attack people on my behalf. She's done it after people are now. So apparently there are people who have been in connection with her who have done death threats and such of that nature. So, But this is not the first time that they've done it. It right. is interesting that she's taken her time to actually say, hey, you shouldn't do this. I have a... Do you believe the Barbs are rich? And what are they rich in? Spirit. Okay, so not finances. They're like rich she claims. in... I, I do. I feel like... Well, I don't necessarily feel like when she said... I don't, like, let's not be dense about the situation. I don't think she's talking about her Barbs are, like, rich. But I feel like... Well, that's what she said. She said, the Barb's are like the rich kid everybody in school is jealous Barb's of. like the rich kid. So she's speaking in, you know... Uh, Her parents actually took them on vacation. I, I I read it. I know what it says. Okay, so that's specifically... But she didn't say rich in spirit, rich in character. When it, when it comes to... She said are like, not they are. They are like. When it comes to being a fan of artists, of in a, a particular artist such as Nicki Minaj, who consistently feeds her fans, who consistently gives them what they need. When I say feed, I mean, like, with musicality, like, with her music, with her um, engagement, with her... With her engagement, okay. Yeah. And they also get material from an artist that's top tier. So why not? Like, why can't she feel like her fans are the cream of the crop? What was she supposed to say? Like, y'all some raggedy-ass bum bitches? All you bitches is my sons? No, she's going to save that for the record. She's not going to say that about her fans. Everybody should feel like their fans are top-notch, the elite it people. Well, there's a difference. I think there's a difference between saying, like, I love my fans. You guys are very important to me to say, like, I think... I believe that my fans are like the rich kids that everyone is jealous of. Because okay, I think that because I think that empowers more of the toxic community that she has surrounding her. When you say that people are jealous of them, I feel like people are. Some fan bases are jealous of the Barb's because they hold power. When the Barb's come together, right? Even if it's for a day to make a Nikki record number one. It's going to go number one. They're going to buy it. They're going to stream it. They're going to uh, 
blast it out to individuals. They're going to make sure they support their artists. Not every artist has that type of fan base. So what, what's what's so wrong with that? I think what it is is Nicki Minaj has... To say that you that people are jealous is a little... I don't think so. I think that's a little bold. Okay. Honestly, because um, I think that that just continues. She says, she says, "Hey, you guys shouldn't be attacking people on my behalf." But then also say, "Well, my fans, everybody's jealous of them." How does the two correlate, though? Because it continues to push this narrative between her and several other people in the industry that, "Oh, you guys are just jealous of us." But did she mention? Did she mention any of that? She or did. Are you pushing that narrative? Well, she didn't mention anybody else. She didn't have to mention a name, but she did say, "Stop attacking people on my behalf." So she she acknowledged that this behavior is happening, which I think. But then she also says that you other my fans are people are jealous of my fans essentially. Which, Yes, but these those two things I don't think have any correlation. I don't think that they kind of go together. But I will say that I think there's it's it's known that her and Megan are on the same page, and I think there has been some extremely hateful and like degrading, disrespectful tweets that has been sent out to Megan in the name of being a Nicki Minaj fan. So when she sent that out. I was extremely happy that she said that because it crosses the line. And I think Nikki had said something before when people talk about Megan and the loss of like her family members, her mother and her father. So for her, for Nikki to say that, it's kind of like, you know what, we into it, but that's not what that's not what I want. Right. Like. If you're gonna uh, if you're gonna go after her, go after her for her art, not like the life. Why are they going after her to begin? Because, with? but but let's <laughs> be realistic. Every fan base does that. Not Mariah all fans base. still talk about Whitney. Go after Whitney fans and and the most toxic ones. But right, and so we're we're batching a bunch of barbs that are extremely toxic as fuck in with. I guess I can consider myself a bard with people like me who I can listen to Cardi. I can listen to, uh, I'm about to say Remy Ma, that's a goddamn lie. I can listen to um, Megan and still fuck with them and separate that because I don't know them women. These are people who have, you know, like, I don't want to say issues, but who have wrapped themselves up in other people's situations. So I feel like Nikki's going to, whatever Nikki does, somebody's going to have an issue with. If she would have said, like, for instance, you're saying like, yes, she is saying this, but why didn't she say X, Y, and Z when there has been plenty of times where she has condoned their their behavior. But we don't talk about that because it's not like it's, it doesn't fit the mode of what or who we think Nicki Minaj is. Well, it's not even that. It's the turnaround. So you have something where you're saying, hey, don't do this. But then you're also saying this, which is empowering her most toxic fans. But how does the how does I don't by telling see, by saying that <laughs> you don't okay I don't see it okay I that's why I mean it. you cannot see it it is there but it's okay I if don't, you don't see it I don't I I personally don't see how those two things go hand in hand when she should be allowed to feel like her fans are top tier 
Because if somebody else came on and said, oh, my God, I love my fans. Y'all are, you know, the shit. Y'all do this for blah, blah, blah. Nobody's going to look at them and be like, oh, no, here she goes. She's enabling her fans. No, no, because, because that's not what happened. She, it's different to say, once again, it's different to say, I love my fans. You guys are amazing. To then say, everybody is jealous. That's those are that's what's, not what's wrong with saying somebody is jealous. Once again, as I said, that empowers her most toxic fan base. Yes, she has regular fans who are not involved in some of the antics, sending death threats and stuff like that. But her most toxic fans are where it's you need to kind of pull it back. Okay, so I don't see, and you can say you don't see it. No, I'm not about to say that. Because I definitely see those toxic fans in, in what they do. But I don't... There's two situations. I don't get it. So you don't see how someone who has this very strong parasocial relationship with this celebrity and you're telling them, hey, you know, you guys are like the rich kid that everyone's jealous of um, because they smell like piss. You don't see that how that can continually empower. She didn't say they smell like piss. She said and don't smell like piss. So then, if you say don't smell like piss, doesn't that insinuate that no. other people? Okay, come on now. It come doesn't. On, come on. No, come on, I, you, come you're on. looking at it through the lens of someone who is casually okay with Nikki. I'm looking at it through the lens of somebody who has seen. And kind of get a feel for like her personality and her behaviors. This is like a typical Nikki thing. I don't really understand how, like, she has always said how she felt the Barb's were a top tier group of individuals. So I don't, I don't necessarily see it. Okay. I mean, obviously, like I said, there's different fans, and I, I, I want to make it clear that I don't have like a huge hate for Nicki Minaj. Obviously, she's very talented. She has always been. Um, it's just some of the people that are surrounding her and some of the fans are, you know, hey, off the rocker. But ultimately, I feel like... I feel like... Eh, I would love to see <laughs> someone kind of be like, hey, y'all need to quit in general. Because the stuff that you're doing, you know, sending death threats, talking about people's parents who have passed away is not it. Yeah. But it seems to teeter on, yes, this is not acceptable to kind of empowering people to continue that type of behavior. Okay. But. Yes. Because <laughs> I've said all that I could say. You you definitely have. Um definitely have we definitely you know we we do speak actually we actually don't even have a lot of conversations about Nicki Minaj um unless it comes to this level I mean this whole situation that we're even talking about transpired because of a a certain tweet that she posted um which we didn't actually discuss (laughs) but uh I guess we'll move right on past that like most like most issues just skirt right on past it um speaking of what you mean skirt past it we spent the last 45 minutes talking about how you hate her we didn't talk about that specific thing which is what i was talking about skirting past okay so speaking of skirting past um there was a recent i guess you could say what are these things called am i the asshole but it's a lot of times just people kind of reading the post from reddit 
and going over it, um, where basically this guy was talking about his uh, wife. And essentially they had, I guess, lost their housing and had to stay with a friend. And the wife was stating that she felt uncomfortable because there was a picture of the friend and his wife um, kissing on their wedding day. And I guess it was in the hallway. They had to walk past it. Um, And overall, it made her very uncomfortable to see. And the husband of this wife, as his friend, because it was a lot of people here, a lot of moving parts. So it was the husband's friend where they're staying. Mm-hmm. And he asked his friend, hey, can you um, move the picture because my wife is feeling uncomfortable with it? And the friend, rightfully so, said, no, I'm not moving my picture of me and my wife. Like, that's insane. Um, which caused more issues <laughs> with that. And I guess they kind of had a little bit of a powwow. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it said that they ended up leaving or not. But just that the friend was upset um, at them even requesting it because it is a pretty wild question to ask of someone. How do you feel about that? I feel like Dahlia, who was the wife, was a common denominator in all of these. Because first you get into it and you have issues with um, at the mom's house. Then you have an issue with... uh, her being shy around the friend and, you know, feeling uncomfortable that he's laying in his bed. The one thing I do kind of feel... Like oh, no, it was... She was laying in her bed and he walked by. Or in the... the guest in the bed. Room. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. And he walked um, by and I guess she freaked out about that. So it was something about she came from a conservative home. Yeah. Um... So the guy understood that, that was letting, you know, the friend understood that part. Like, okay, I got it. Like, okay. Like, yeah. But to ask me to take the picture of me and my wife kissing off of our wall that we pay rent for because you're uncomfortable, sweetheart, I hate to say it, but the homeless shelters have to have openings. There has to be hope openings in these hotel rooms. Like, it sounds like she was the issue. Yeah, and this it definitely sounds like she was an issue. And um, like a previous conversation, the husband is an enabler yeah. in this. Um, he's definitely allowing her to continually mess up opportunities that they have. Like you said, they were staying at the mother's house um, for some time, right? And then I guess they. Had to go. So, the wife decided to refuse to come out of the room. And the husband is saying, you know, like, even the friend has admitted that he has helped him above and beyond. And the husband felt like, well, I would go the extra mile to make sure my guests are comfortable. Um, He definitely is an enabler. And you don't really know a person's situation on why they lost their their home. But yes, if the question is, am I the asshole? You are the asshole because you are allowing your wife 
to not only potentially mess up your relationships with your parents, with your mom, but also with your friend of all of these years. That's crazy to me. Yeah, because they had been friends for, I guess, 10 years or so. Mm -hmm. And... Yeah, for you to first of all, it's, how can you even ask someone? Hey, can you move your your picture in your home where we are a guest somewhere else? Now I can understand if you had children or something like that, and this was maybe a provocative picture. Maybe you know you spread eagle out in the field. Right. That's a little bit more understanding to be like, hey, can you possibly move this somewhere else? Because um, it's it's making everyone uncomfortable. But to say, like, this is a wedding photo. Everyone's fully clothed. This is something that traditionally happens at a wedding. There's usually a picture of the bride and groom kissing. I'm sorry that you feel uncomfortable. So some people have said that they wonder if um, this is more of a racial thing. Hmm. Because, I mean, that could make sense why you would not feel comfortable with two people, especially if they were of a certain demographic. Yeah. Um, kissing. And depending on where you came from, I don't know where this lady came from. Um, especially since he said she came from a conservative home. So there's another red flag there. Literally. Um, so, yeah, that would definitely be something. And then that was such a good joke and you didn't get it. I did hear you. You said that was such a red flag there. And I said literally. Yeah. Trump. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Yes. Good job. I'm so witty when I when I when I want to be. You know, it's it's sometimes you slide those in there. I do. Yeah, I do. And it's for the audience, of course. But yeah, they catch it. They do. They 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 my demographic. They catch it. They get it. Mm-hmm. But Dolly that just sounds like. I just feel like I am not just for let the record reflect I am a proud Democrat. I don't want nobody playing on my top. Don't nobody come after me. Don't Trump. We don't want him. (laughs) Um but fuck Dahlia. Yeah, she she's definitely wild in, in a lot of these circumstances. Like how do you go from we lost our place? Yeah. To we're staying with my mom. I pissed her off. You so you ruin your relationship with your parent. Right. And then now you're at your friend's house and you're beginning to lose your relationship with your friend who you've had for ten years. Like I wonder, is it that's what I'm saying? Like I wonder if this is a racial thing. Like maybe it sounds so interesting. I'm wondering if the mom was black. That's what it sounds like. And Dahlia was getting out of pocket. Mm. And I'm almost putting that bitch not in my house. Right. Mm. She was like, this, you know, this, um, these boiled grits is a little spicy. Okay. Okay. And the mom was like, okay, y'all gotta go. Okay. <laughs> y'all gotta go. Y'all gotta find somewhere else to go. I've right. been out of here. All right, I'm here. And then, you know, now she's at the friend's house and she's like, um, more niggers. Right. She's like, can you move the interracial right. picture like, somewhere else? What are we going to do about this? <laughs> that's what it, that's what this guy. At least that's it. what it sounds like. At least from some of the the details about you know her being con- from conservative home, her wanting Anthony to speak to him privately. Yeah, and then her not wanting to come out of the room. How are you gonna lock yourself in, in a room somebody else's, in somebody else's home? I would have took the door off the hinge. Like, the, 
Because you got a lot of nerve. That is, that is a lot. a lot of nerve. That is a lot. My, you, uh, my door? My, mm, mm. All right. It sounds, un, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to say that. Yeah. It sounds like they have a lot of time on their hands. It sounds like they need to move it to their own spot immediately. And I'm wondering, I wonder what happened initially to get to this level. I'm going to try to find Dahlia. Because, um, yeah, Dahlia is wilding. Dahlia needs an activity. She needs a hobby. She needs something to do to get her. She needs therapy. She needs something to do to get her out of the house yeah. and stop bugging people. Because yeah. it definitely sounds like she's causing, you know, issues along the way. But, yeah. Um, I mean, hey, hopefully he sees that he is the one, you know, at fault here. Well, not him and his wife. <laughs> Both of them. It's a, it's a two-person effort. He needs to man up and tell Dahlia to chill out. And Dahlia needs to chill out. Yeah. But yeah, that's our show this week. Well, that's our show. We we had a lot to talk about. We had a lot to talk we, about. It was filled to the brim. It was filled to the brim. It was um, it was girthy. It was girthy. It was a girthy episode. Um, it was a BBC episode. It was about 20 BBC worth. It was about 20 BBC's worth. A tour bus. A tour bus. Like, um, what is that? <laughs> The 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 next bus. The next bus. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. So yep. you want to go ahead and close out the show? Do you want to go ahead and close out the show? No, no. I think you do a better job. No, of it. no. I think you do a better job of it. Okay, then I will go ahead and close out. So you guys, of course, can go ahead and follow us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Of course, you sign up for the notifications. You'll be notified as soon as episodes drop. You can also follow us on Twitter at Pod and on Instagram on Podcast. Yes. So thank you guys for tuning in. Of course, we always are here happy and ready to dish our opinions on something. We want to hear from you. Yes. Tell us how you feel about Dahlia. Tell us how you feel about um, Nicki Minaj. Tell us how you feel about Azalea Banks. Tell us how you feel about the BBC, BBC yes. City. Uh, we definitely want to hear about that. City uh, tour. tour. And if you go, tell us if you go. Tell you if you've already been. <gasps> that part. Because I'm sure, you know, you know, they start from nothing. Palm Town. Exactly. Palm Town. Um, Booty Hole Brown. <laughs> so, other than that, we're gonna go ahead and <laughs> we're gonna go ahead and head out, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.